Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-op partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience and relate to you, the listener, if this game is the criminal or of co-op, or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. What up? How are you doing? I'm kind of a little bit more scatterbrained than usual. I don't know. Usually, I say I'm hungover, but today I actually had to work. Whoa. So, I woke up early, drank a coffee. This is a weird thing that happened to me today. I went into the convenience store to get a coffee, and this huge biker dude, I got in line behind him, and he turned around, you know, and looked at me, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know, that happens sometimes. Like, people can look at each other, but then he's just maintained eye contact with me for, like, an uncomfortable amount of time, and then I kind of looked away and then looked back, and when I looked back, he was, like, looking down my body and back up to my eyes, and I was like, oh, he was giving you the eyes. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I was like, are we in a fight? Like, what is this? And then just earlier today, just 45 minutes ago, I went and got a monster. And there was this other dude, like big goatee, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know. So it looks like he goes to pool halls. Eyeballed me too. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm never wearing this T-shirt again. I'm just wearing a Hunter x Hunter T-shirt that I don't have never. I, it, I don't. I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I just look like someone who needs their ass kicked right now. No, it sounds like you're the, you're the type. They were obviously, you know, giving you the look. Oh, oh, is that it? That, well, that's that, what, that was my first thought. That leads right into our game. No, we got other stuff. But <laughs> I think my first, yeah, my first attempt was a, uh, let's just fucking save it for the pod. Or, uh, ah, I was going to say save it for the pod, but save it for the rest of the episode. What's the next thing on the docket? Well, I mean, you could ask me how I'm doing. How are you doing? I did ask you how you... I would, is, yeah, if that, that makes was, it into the episode. That was before the pod. I'm not going to let that in the episode. Okay. What and do you now, mean? We do that all the time. Oh, my God. Now it feels forced, so we're just going to move along. So, Nave, <laughs> what games have you been playing? Oh, this was the part that I didn't... Oops. Well... It looks like you just wrote poo in the notes. No, you wrote poo in the notes in the color that I write things. Um. So you, you wrote do it. Your, you do your thing and i'm gonna look at true achievements because that never lies to me all right everybody new updates for dairy queen 11 also known as dragon quest i have made it to the final boss are you sure I, yes you're at the final final boss the final the true final boss and i went up to him and they were like hey man here's all this side content all this quest you can go do and i'm like no no don't have time for this i'm already on a quest Mistake. And I went straight into him. I rammed him with big spoilers, by the way. I rammed him with my unicorn whale, and he slapped the crap out of me. I didn't even stand a chance. Like he was like, I have okay. Nay, remember we talked about like this game automatically plays itself. It's like an auto battler. Yeah. Which I'm okay with auto battlers, so not a big deal to me. I have auto battled every fight except for one boss fight where my team lost and I had to take control. So my team is just automatically good. I didn't know you could lose this game. I thought this game was just. <laughs> poo poo baby mode the whole time but then i go against this the final boss in the game and he just whooped us and i'm like what yeah and then i'm i go online i'm like what is going on i you go in there like yeah you need to be about 15 levels higher you should probably do the three main quests they drop or not main quests the three main side quests they dropped in because they're like hey man you should go get the ultimate mega master sword and i'm like not doing that skip and they're like you should go and visit the <laughs> ultimate grandmaster trainer that taught you, you know, your God powers pretty much. And she can train you in a new ability. Nope, not doing it. Skip. And it's like, 
oh, well, you should go and basically find your your true self and get inner peace and it'll make all your heels stronger and everything. And I'm like, not doing that. And now, Nave, I'm going to go back and do all that stuff. I just want you to know that I did all that stuff and I was still struggling. Really? <laughs> yeah. So do you understand why? I never looked up like what level I should be. So maybe I'm st- I was still under leveled, but I was, I was, I was farming. Maybe not as much as you, but man, could you understand why I was like, I'm just going to uninstall this fucking game. I'm done with it. I'm at 105 hours at this point, and yeah. I still probably have, you know, just to complete those last quests, I'm, it's probably going to take me another, like, at least four hours, probably just to wrap those up, I hope. Dude, I can get so butthurt about fucking video games, it's unreal. Like, I still have not gone back to play Like a Dragon because of that stupid tower. I don't know if we've talked about that on the podcast. We haven't. It was in an Xbox yeah. party. But, um, so in Yakuza Like a Dragon, you fight up this tower, like, 20 floors, and the whole time you're constantly fighting people, and all of the fights are, you know, relatively hard because this is close to the end game. And you get to the very end of, you get to the very top of the tower. You fight a boss, right? And he he he's a bullet sponge. He takes like 50 to 60 turns to beat. And once you get him to half health, he starts randomly doing a move that, if he hits it, will instantly kill whoever he hits it with, and or he, whoever he hits with it. And if he hits Ichiban, the main character, and Ichiban faints, then it's game over. You're not allowed to use a Phoenix Down or a First Aid Kit or whatever the the hell it's called. Like, this – suck my balls, fucking game. I hate this crap. And I googled it, and I was like, how do you beat this boss? He's impossible. Because you cannot – I cannot kill him fast enough before he eventually, inevitably targets Ichiban with it. And the game is like – the people are like – before you start the fight, it is imperative that you equip a sacrifice stone into his uh, into his accessory slot, which revives you instantly if you get knocked down. And I'm like, okay, well, how do I do that? I'm in the fight right now. And then it's like, nope, too tough shit. You have to go all the way to the first floor and refight all that bullshit. I'm like level. I'm like in the end game levels. You know how it's like exponentially harder to level up at the oh, ends yeah. of RPGs. I leveled up like. 11 times going up this fucking tower that's how many fights and how hard they are like that is like i was like oh i'm i'm getting angry i'm gonna delete the game if i keep this up i can't talk about it anymore you know you're not wrong like those feelings are definitely like starting to show up like dragon quest is starting to overstay its welcome because i really enjoyed my time with it the 105 hours whatever and there was a point where i even messaged you i'm like hey like we did for Halo, do you want to do like a better off playing solo, just like a single player, you know, podcast talk about Dragon Quest? And then I played the game for like three more hours after that point, and then I changed my mind instantly whenever I got whooped by the final boss because I was having a good time <laughs> until that point. And then he whooped me, not even close. Like if it was close, I'd be like, okay, I just need to try harder. But it was like, it was like you said, he had some instant kill abilities that he just like threw out, and I just saw like. Eric died. And I'm like, why did Eric die? Like, I'm like, everything's in fast forward mode too. So I'm like trying to figure out what exactly killed him. Have you seen, have you ever, you switch party members whenever they get knocked out, right? Yeah. You, you get a standby party out. I think you switch. I don't know if this is only the main character, but, um, like you switch when Eric dies, you switch him out and then you switch him back in and he's in like a coffin. Yeah. It's so funny. (laughs) I love every first time I saw that, I was like, Oh, game. (laughs) Which you know how you can go to like party chat and talk to everyone to see what their opinions are on yeah. whatever you're doing. If they are dead at that point, if you swap into them, they're in coffins 
So it's like everyone's standing there. Never done that before. Or if you go to a campsite and try to like sleep there, they're just in coffins at the campsite. (laughs) Well, they're the only ones with actual like comfy places to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Or you're sleeping on the... Okay. So Dragon Quest is weird because people don't just come back when you rest. They don't come back to life. You have to visit a shrine or a priest and ask them to revive them from the dead. The thing though is that I think every single camp has a statue that you can revive people at. Yeah, so it's not even like a problem. It's like there's a Pokemon Center right next to the reviving place, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very old school, which really funny is because we've been talking about Dragon Quest so much, and then uh, somebody wrote into Sacred Symbols, and they asked, like, they're like, uh, what should my, I want to get into JRPGs? What should I play? And he listed off a bunch, and Dragon Quest came up. And Colin was like, you should probably play Dragon Quest because it's super traditional and it's very straightforward. And then uh, Dustin came in clutch and he was like, that game is the longest fucking game ever. And like, so <laughs> like he was like, I didn't want I didn't play the game, but I watched my girlfriend play it. And I feel like she was playing that game for six months. No joke. And every I would come back like in the fifth month and be like, are you almost done? And she's like, no, but I understand how you would think that. <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> This yeah. fucking game, dude. I tried to warn it just you, keeps going. It is the longest game. It all might right. be the longest game. Did you write anything else, just DQ? No, that's all that's all I've been playing because I literally like since last podcast, I was like, I can finish this and then I'll report back to the podcast and be like, hey co-partners, Philip here. I did it. I'm a hero. <laughs> I saved the world from the Dark Lord twice and traveled through time and got a whale unicorn and I'm a hero. And no, I that didn't happen. So that's why I only play Dragon Quest. Speaking of wanting to say I did it and then not doing it, uh, I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite. Well, not a lot. A lot in co- a lot compared to all the other games because I haven't been playing anything really. But um, yeah, we stream. you were streaming and I was uh, I had the oddball and I got to 99 points and I screamed, I did it! And then died instantly at 99 <laughs> points. And there's a pretty awesome clip on our Twitter. Uh, if we link it, we haven't been linking anything. God, the descriptions, poor descriptions. But um, yeah, it, it, Halo Infinite, it's still fun. Um, the other game I played, which was Stick Fight the Game. Uh, this leads right into our What Did Nave Buy segment, because I did buy this and then immediately start playing it with my friends. Um, Stick Fight the Game is just a really fast-paced, kind of Smash Bros-esque uh, fighting game up to four players where you just you're just different colored stickmen and you're beating each other up and as you're fighting weapons are slowly floating down from the gods above from Valhalla and there's there's anything from like a pistol to an AK-47 to a laser gun an energy sword a a, a, a shotgun that shoots out snakes yeah. <laughs> it's there's so much crap that can happen. Even, there's also the flying snake shotgun to be different than the normal snake shotgun. There's like, the snake bazooka that shoots a giant snake. It's it's pretty funny. And those snakes have no loyalty, so <laughs> they will kill the owner <laughs> of the gun. Yeah. But uh, that game it, was a, a hoot game. and a holler. I think Shadow bought me that game back in the day. And he's like, here, Tov, come play this with me. And I'm like, well, okay then. I think there's a pretty good video game donkey video on it. Maybe. Or someone. I bet that I bet there's a lot of YouTube videos that are very funny about that game because it's really hard to not have fun when you're playing that game, at least for like an hour. After like an yeah. hour, you're like, ah, that's enough of that. Yeah. I'm gonna go make some fried rice or whatever you want to eat. I just hate fried rice. All right. Also, uh, if we're just gonna finish up the nave buy thing, 
Nave, you playing Puzzle Fighter? Yeah, dude. Uh, it, it's on sale. But uh, Puzzle Fighter is a Street Fighter uh, bejeweled kind of game. At first, I didn't understand how the hell you'd play, honestly. But um, I did beat the arcade mode once with my girl, uh, Cat Girl. I don't know what her name is. But um, yeah, it, it's not just Street Fighter. It's Darksiders too. Isn't that the other fighting game? The one with Mor- Morgan or Morgana? I think so. But I'm not super familiar with my classic fighting games. Yeah, me neither, unfortunately. But um, I, yeah, I picked the cat girl, the girl that's it, naked, basically. Of course I did. But um, that game is really fun, actually. Like, I was like, I'm going to play one or two matches, maybe. But then I was done with the arcade mode all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, shit, like an hour and a half has passed. <laughs> I've, I've got to edit this podcast. So I immediately started editing our interview with Matt's. But um, which go check that out. Uh, humble, humble plug. The rest of the games I bought, uh, Shadow Man Remastered. Uh, this game wasn't on sale. I just didn't realize it was, it was out. This was ported to the Xbox and the PlayStation from the same guys who remastered the Turok One and Two games. I can't remember their names off the top of my head, unfortunately. Have you ever seen or heard of Shadow Man? No. Is it just a one of the old shooters? I have no idea what it is. But oh. I, so I, all I know is that there's bo- the box art is this bald guy and he's holding a skull and it's very scary looking to a child mm-hmm. because this game was originally on the Nintendo 64, like Turok 1 and 2. I was always way too scared of this game to ask for it. That's all my that's all my knowledge of the whole game. Like I would see this game in my game exchange, fucking blast from the past game exchange. I don't know if you ever saw any of those in real life. I would see the box there and I would hold it in my hands and I would just be like, I can't do this. And I put it back (laughs) and I would grab like Banjo-Kazooie or something. That game looks pretty cool. And I'm interested in seeing what it's even about. I I think it's a cult classic. I think it like it's beloved. So that's going to be pretty cool. Treasured. Yeah. Well, just like Torok. Torok is great. Go buy Torok, please, guys, please. Torok 2 is online multiplayer. Like it's super fun. There's a gun called the Cerebral Boar. You shoot a already. It drills into your head and explodes, Philip. This is someone's first episode. All right. (laughs) <laughs> velvet swing is this uh this one you might want to look up just to see what it looks like which would be fun for the whole bit just keep looking up these games while well, i'm talking about them but uh velvet swing is just a grappling hook simulator that's very surreal acid lsd trip kind of that's the same thing but like it's like a very trippy what am i trying to say just a surreal environment it's very lo-fi um i don't know if there's music playing but it's it's pretty fun to play when you're drunk because the physics are a little goofy and wacky but uh there's like a billion levels in this game so if you get your bang for your buck i think the game's only like 10 bucks normally but it goes on sale a lot i've had my eye on it for a little while and uh, i finally bit the bullet there's a name for this uh art style i'm trying to remember what it is it's like um cyberwave or something or um I, I said I said lo-fi, but that's not right. But you know no. how you go to lo-fi hip-hop like on YouTube? It's just a playlist, and it has this art style. You it's know, like pink and black checkerboard, missing textures, along with monoliths. It's God. It's you're, you, a weird art style. Is it vaporwave? Vaporwave. It's that's vaporwave. It, yeah. Got vaporwave it. Good style. job, Philip. I'm like, you are, you are right there. I don't even know what you said. You said something wave. Anyways, uh, the game's very silly there's like pizza floating and you can grapple hook off of it you're just trying to get to the end it's kind of like n plus but in third person with a grappling yeah, I mean, hook. it looks good it reminds me of uh cluster truck if you played that one <laughs> yeah that's a goofy game it's it's very similar yeah cluster truck you're just running on the tops of a bunch of trucks 
But uh, this game, you're not a lot of moving going on in this game. You're mostly the one fucking hauling Dude, ass. Moving. Yeah. Uh, the next game I got was Light Fairy Tale Episode Two, uh, which is some kind of JRPG that was on sale. That's what it sounds like. Um, do you want to ask me if I've played Episode One, Philip? Have you played no. Episode One? No. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. I own it. And uh, so I bought episode two and I was like, hmm, do I own episode one? Because I probably need that. But then I bought it anyway. It didn't, whatever. It was like three bucks. But uh, what is car game? What did you do? You, you bought me car game. And I was going to ask you, what is this car game? Oh, the fucking fruit and veg- vegetable, whatever. What is that? I don't fruit know. Vegetable I don't have it for rainbow car racer. I didn't buy something? it for myself. Oh, but, you um, just bought me this weird game. Look, you said last episode, one of the last two episodes, they both came out right next to each other, but um, you said you wanted to play all the kart racers. Yeah, I mean, I do. And that kart racer's for $2 on sale. So I was like, to Philip. <laughs> okay, it's all-star fruit racing. Thank you, Nave. I will definitely report back next week on its quality for $2 or whatever it was. I think the reviews are pretty good on the Xbox store. Which is, you know, you usually a haven for negativity over there. Yeah, those guys are always angry. Well, Nave, it's time for the news. And before we hit your news, we talked about this off the pod, but we have been trying to do, you know, up-to-date news postings as, uh, as things develop. And Nave brought to the attention that we record our episodes about seven, six days in advance. From when from, we record on Sunday yeah. and then we release on Friday, which is like a very long gap where things happen. Like also, I don't know. Yeah. So the news is canceled. So what's news with you, Nave? Well, I don't. I don't think we should specifically cancel the news. Just talk about things that we're interested in. I think we should because I think this segment morphed from interesting stories and shit but we just never had interesting stories really like we'd have an interesting something to say like every like three or four episodes i think we should just kind of like re-morph it into that and you know what got me thinking about it was um i you know that giant rant i went on about amy is here or whatever the fuck what was that game maria is dead maria is dead that's fucking completely wrong everything is wrong except for the word is but you know what i'm talking about that's how you know we're good friends ladies and gentlemen basically hit a bunch of like bullet points very poorly but i proceeded to listen to like 19 podcasts throughout the my work day or throughout my work week of people hitting the exact same points but i did it on sunday but i had to listen to it like monday through friday just going uh, I just want to delete that part out of the podcast now because I'm like just repeating the same things that every, I like, I think I specifically said on some people's Twitters that I was like, man, I'm just going to, I just went on a rant about this. And he said everything. They brought up the fucking other games. Sony censored, like almost all of them were brought up multiple times. So I'm just like, I'm just a parrot, but I was, I was talking about it way earlier. Well, Nave heard it first, everybody. And Nave, what's wrong with your TV? I just read that part. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, man, I feel like I'm talking a lot this episode. Um, no, keep going. I, you know, got home. I had some uh, schlotchkeys, some fucking sandwich. I sat down, turned my TV on, turned my Xbox on. I did it in the opposite order. That's important for the story. Yeah. Xbox, then TV. And then I went to go wash my hands, grab a drink from the fridge, sit down. My TV's still black. And I'm like, hmm, 
That's weird. So I grab my remote, press the power button again. Nothing happens. And I'm like, okay, weird. I get up, walk around. I press the power button on the actual TV, the physical thing. Like press it like three or four times. I look at the TV. Nothing happens. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I think my TV's broken. I go check the plug. The Xbox is on, so the power strip's not mm. fucked. So I'm oh, like, no. okay, this is weird. So I go to my remote. I press the fucking power button like four or five more times. I see the TV turn on for a second, and then it turns off. And I'm like, what is happening? And I press the button like three or four more times, and then I see the the you know the I'm turning on logo. Yeah, you know what I mean? Loop. And then black. And I'm like. Oh my god, my fucking TV's broken. This sucks. And my dog, begging for my fucking sandwich, jumps onto my uh, couch next to me where my Elite controller's sitting. Like, you know, stomps on it a hundred times because it's a fucking expensive object and somehow she knows exactly <laughs> where they are. Yeah. And lo and behold, uh, my it's on YouTube just on a black screen. <laughs> just paused oh on god. a black screen. And I did not turn my Xbox off last night. So I'm like, did I turn the Xbox on? I don't... I don't know what the fuck, but it, yeah, I was like, for 20 minutes, I was fucking with my TV, and it was just on YouTube, paused on a black screen. You had me there for a minute, Nave. Yeah, so my TV's fine. I'm looking at it right really now. really spooked for you. Yeah, that would have sucked, because whenever me and Maddie broke up, this is her TV, and then she, I had a TV in my bedroom, a smaller one, and she took, the one, she took my TV and left the bigger one. So I was like, okay, cool, probably because they didn't want to transport it, more than likely, but um... Then it just breaks, and somebody's like, "Ah, oh, God, why Got me?" It. But yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, now my sweet little co-op partners at home. This is where I do my normal little Patreon thing, but I'm not doing it this time. Instead, I have an assignment for you. I need you to get your friends to listen to the pod. Go to your nearest video game-related place, even if it's a GameStop, <laughs> maybe a Walmart. Go to Walmart, the, yeah. the electronic section where they used to have the demos. You remember those? Yeah, God, Walmart uh, sucks. Pull out a Bluetooth speaker or something and just start blasting our podcast. Go to the laptops and like go onto their iTunes and just yeah. <laughs> download us on 18 different fucking laptops. That's all I ask of you. And it's not much. You have your assignment. Get it done. So, Nave, how's the Twitter? The Twitter? Uh... Yes, that thing you do every week. Every other week. Um, I did do it this time, but I did say in the post that I don't think anyone's going to have, they're going to have played this game. And I don't think anyone replied because I don't think anyone played this game. Hold on. Oh, no. Yeah, we got no replies, unfortunately. Co op partners at home. On Sundays, usually in the afternoon, Nate makes a post. If you want your voice heard on the pod that day, go reply. And with that. Okay, how about this? I have something similar. Oh. You do something similar, it? yeah. Tales from the Tales from the Backlog shared a GameSpot post about what your who your favorite video game romance is, and they have the four highest percentages of whatever. I don't know if it was a a poll of four options or if that was the most written in stuff, but yeah. And then I replied, I was like, I had a couple. I was like, female, the female Grey Warden and Alistair from Dragon Age Origins, Shepard and Liara from Mass Effect Three, the Mass Effect trilogy really, but Mass Effect Three specifically because she's kind of boring in the first one, and you don't get to romance her in the second one. Uh, Jill and Dana from uh, Valhalla, the cyberpunk bartending action. I can't remember the last part. Uh, Dominique and Maria from Gears of War, even though you barely get to see any of that, and Kiryu and Yumi. Just talked to a whole bunch of people about that. Pixel Project Radio said plus one for Majima and uh, Makoto from Yakuza 0. 
which philip did you ever keep playing that game or did you give up no no you did not. didn't give up no i mean I, I didn't keep playing oh that's sad and uh yeah well tell us from the backlog talk to me too i thought more people were talking on this i think i guess it was just those two but uh philip on GameSpot, the highest video game romance who do you think it would be it's obviously none of the ones i just said because so okay. I, I narrowed it down there's, for you okay there's give me the three Witcher guesses one? um what's her face from the witcher uh, what, what other games are there? Um, maybe a Stardew character. Uh-huh. Uh, did we do a Mass Effect character? I'm sure. I, I said Mass Effect already. Oh, dang. Um, oof. Maybe um, the vampire from Skyrim. Maybe a Skyrim thing? Yeah. Well, you were, okay, uh, so you were right. So Geralt and Yennefer was number one with 45%. Yeah. Had to be. Um, Master Chief and Cortana, 26%. I don't, I I don't either. Mario and Peach, 20%. Well, where's the romance? Do they even live together? I don't even know. No, he lives with his brother. Have you not seen uh, Paper Mario? <laughs> yeah, and with uh, Luigi's uh, journal Diary. and the yeah, in the you basement. Can go and read. Yeah, he's like my big brother. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> he's the best boy. And then uh, Titus and Yuna at number nine from Final Fantasy X. I don't know about all this, but um, I mean Geralt and Yennefer, their goals for sure. But I don't know about any of these other ones. Again, I'm very, I'm very like in my own feelings about being in love with an AI. Like, I don't know about that. Like it feels yeah. super weird. I don't yeah, like we, to think Master Chief like that. Not to mention, I mentioned him back in um, our Halo episode, but uh, isn't she like eight years old or something? It's kind of young. Yeah, come on, Master Chief, you're better than, better that. than that. Yeah, that's a thousand in human years. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. She's super smart. All right, are we done? Yeah, let's take a break. I'm just going to spiral from here. Boom, 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 Do you need to use the bathroom or anything? No. I was going to say this was flying by, but it's been 30 minutes. How have we been talking for 30 minutes? Yeah, sounds about right. I thought it was going to be like 10 minutes. What did we even talk about? Uh... And we're back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember, but we talked about something. So, Nave, our game this week, Monster Prom... XXL, extra, extra large. Is that you what that it means? For us. Yeah. And you set it up with me as a visual novel, or at least that was that was my initial take. But I was very surprised to find this game is not a visual novel. I mean, it kind of is. I don't think so. I mean, it has the game mechanics of a visual novel, like all of them. It's, if there were a Venn diagram, it's covering a, a lot of the visual the dialogue. novel. Yeah. It's like all, I mean, yeah, that's, that's it. Well, there are visual no, no. There are visual novels where there are more mechanics. Like Donkey Rampa is a visual novel. Ace Attorney is a visual novel. But you still do stuff in those games. You even walk around in Donkey Rampa in three-dimensional space. Uh, would you count Wolf Among Us in that category too, or the Telltale games? Mm, mm, no, I think those are more like adventure games. Oh yeah, I mean, like old-school adventures. Dialogue as well. I mean, uh, maybe vision? i'm maybe i'm wrong about that i don't know hold on i i i, I surrender you went you got it you, you got it you got the dub philip oh my god all right whatever so this game uh monster prom is from the studio beautiful glitch they're based in barcelona wow and it's yeah i know like in everything's so americanized in the uh in the game too they must have yeah they're very hip yeah they're or, very caught up are they 
I don't know. They're funny. I think they're funny. <laughs> I mean, like, anyways. So they're published by Those Awesome Guys, a publisher that they also did Deepest Chamber and Move or Die. I am not familiar with any of those games. Yeah, it seems like a just an arcade. I mean, uh, not an arcade, an indie publisher. Yeah, and it was released back in 2018, the original game was. We have, like, the special edition, I guess. I think I think the only reason why it's XXL, you know how like Mortal Kombat 10 had Mortal Kombat XL, just a play yeah. on the 10, and that was just Mortal Kombat with both season passes. I think that's what this is because there was a DLC section and we were able to play that, so I think that's all it is. I think there's already a Monster Prom 2 and a spin-off Monster Com- Monster Prom Summer Camp as well. Dope. I didn't really go into the research very much. Which, if you are like super interested in the achievements, um, or Xbox on the Xbox side, not on Steam, there are four unobtainable achievements in this game. I know, I know, some really? people care about that. Yeah, big depressing. That's lame. I don't know why. I'm just like I've been scrolling through two achievements. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like, wow, I forgot about this site. All right, Nave. So this game, while I originally thought it was going to be a visual novel, the game resolves itself in like maybe 40 minutes. And that's if you're a slow reader or if maybe yeah. if you have more players because it almost starts out Mario Party style where it's like, hey, how long a game do you want to play? And I thought yeah, that was it's 30 cool. minutes and then an hour, which we always played the long game. And it didn't take an hour for us to play through. Yeah, the first like time 20. I think it was the first time was about 40 minutes. And then each subsequent playthrough was maybe 25 minutes because there were there are multiple like so you're reading all of these situations and things kind of are randomized but i mean things are very randomized but you do occasionally run into things with that you've seen already because you're seeing so many different prompts throughout the game and we only played the game four times i think all the way through or was it three uh, I think it was like three yeah and so even with just three playthroughs we saw I, I would say five or six prompts that were the same right or interactions yeah, especially whenever it was just like the base stat increase. Because I wanted to bring up in this game, like if we just talk about the core loop real real fast. So you start out with a personality quiz and that gives you your base stats and your initial love interest or like a, a step towards your love interest. Because the whole point of the game is you have three weeks and at the end you have to ask somebody to prom. And if you don't get somebody to go to prom with you, your life is over and yeah, you it- lose. It definitely goes into detail about how bad your life is afterwards because Monster Prom is everything. And yeah. if you don't go to Monster Prom with a date, your life is just going to be worse, man. I think my favorite one was like the second time you didn't get a date. And you talked Every about Every time like, I didn't get a date. Oh, yeah. You didn't get a date all three times. But one of them was like, you end up marrying a person named Ash and you have kids and a great family. And then one day you offhandedly mention how you didn't get a date for Monster Prom. And then she leaves you because she couldn't be with a loser who didn't get a date <laughs> to Monster Prom. And your whole life just goes to shambles. And I'm like, oh yeah. my God. It's that's, horrible. That's scary. <laughs> that's like, it makes me think of those uh, YouTube comments or, or like, you know, where they're like really long and they just go into detail about how badly they want your life to go back. Like, I don't, you remember those? <laughs> yeah, of course. Those are journeys. To, yeah, you don't want them to die. You want them to live and suffer. I wouldn't even be upset if someone said something like that to me on the internet. I'd be like, good work, man. I, I, at first, I would copy-paste it into Google just to see if it's a copy pasta, because that's usually what it is. Most people aren't creative enough for that shit anymore, but 
Anyway. So, okay. So we do our personality test, which is usually insane questions. I really wish we took some more quotes from the game because the dialogue is pretty killer in this game. It's, but it's very also funny. all over the place. And horny. <laughs> like, yeah. warning. If you're uncomfortable about uh, horny things. <laughs> yeah, that actually kind of like uh, bummed me out a little bit because like I thought this game was super cute. Like the art style was really nice. And I remember sitting there and... I think Emma, my my youngest, was in the room with me, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm getting a date to prom." And then it said something incredibly inappropriate, and I'm like, "Well, you can't be in here anymore." It was something along the lines of like, "So I went to uh, perform on stage, and I did so well. I basically, I felt like basically the gods of the theater gave me a uh, oral sex or something like that." And Phil, and then I heard Philip go. Hey, you can't watch this game. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, what kind of game is this? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what this was whenever I got into it. But that's as about as far as it goes. This game is incredibly crass. It's like, I want to say like family guy humor, but different. I don't know. Like this game isn't it's afraid very, to make dick jokes. It's very uh, Silicon Valley too, with a lot of the kinds of jokes there are. But it's 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 super funny and i i was almost always enjoying myself especially whenever i was getting bullied because you can get bullied and not do well in this game as i painfully found out and some of the things it says to you is it's great do you want to talk yeah. about your wait well hold on before we go into further into that the game over, the overall game mechanics you were very astute to say that it's that it reminded you of mario party because this game is very much like a board game without a board, right? In oh, fact, yeah. I would even say the board is like the the school, the, yeah. the school and the uh, cafeteria. If you want to know more details about that, th this is actually kind of a type of board game or a genre that is that I own. Like I think two games. I own like Catan and Lords of Waterdeep. And the whole premise is each turn a player sends a character to a resource point, or in this case, to either the gym, the the school, the the bathrooms if you're going to skip class, like in together resource there. That they yeah. party at. The party tree, the library <laughs> where you gamble online on poker. <laughs> yeah, it's like you send them there and if you're there, one of your I wouldn't say opponents because in this game you kind of work together a little bit. Like and like it's kind of weird, like it's co-op but you're also kind of just having fun. But so yeah, I would say that place. I wouldn't even say that there that are opponents. Places. The only opponents that you have, like the only reason there would be an opponent is if you were both going after the same person, I guess. But otherwise, like you have an opportunity to backstab, but like it it seems more lucrative to not backstab. You know what I mean? I think you get more points when you're nice. You're everyone's just base you're basically not even like playing the i mean i was gonna say you're basically not even playing the same game but you are playing the same game at the same time just n not really ever interacting with each other like the only uh the only kind of interaction other than the time when you get to backstab is if like philip goes first he gets to choose where he wants to go and if he goes to the bathroom then i don't get to go to the bathroom now so i have to go to a different part of the school other yeah. than that there's no real there's not a whole lot of interaction mechanics you take your personality test you basically kind of like choose who you want to ask the prom. And at that point, you need to basically stalk that person for the rest of the game. Otherwise, you will not build up enough points for them to say yes at the end. Because the first time we played, me and you both kind of just YOLO'd around and did just kind of felt out the game. 
and we both got rejected. Very sad. Yeah. But then the second and third time, I'm like, all right, I'm going for the robot or I'm going for the, I don't even remember who I went for. No, oh, the, the robot was the DLC. Okay. I went for Damien, the, the Satan. I went for Satan and I'm yeah. like, Satan Which he was, he, he's super mean and like bullish, but he ended up becoming like my second favorite character when Philip was like wooing him because, uh, He's very metal, and you just always pick the crazy bully metal fucking choice, and it makes him happy. Yeah. It's like, um, oh, I remember one specific time whenever I was trying to woo him, it was like he was saying that for some reason he went to an, like a cyborg augmentation place or whatever, and they didn't want to give him, like, I forgot what it was like, it was like gun hands or something like that. He wanted to chop <laughs> off his hands and he had guns on him, and they said they didn't want to do it for him. And it was like a very long, detailed explanation about why uh, he probably shouldn't have gun hands. And the other one was says, yo, dude, you want gun hands? And that was just like the <laughs> only thing. It was like gun hands, the explanation point. And if you just say gun hands, he's like, yeah, man, gun hands. And then like a heart appears above his little like thing. And like, that's all you have to do. You just have to say gun hands. Yeah. The uh, the speaking of the backstab thing. um, from fucking like 10 minutes ago <laughs> uh he came up to me and he was like hey i'm trying to have sex with philip uh do you know if he likes to get shot and you could be like you know people don't normally like to be shot that's actually like very aggressive thing to do or you'd be like dude fuck yeah he loves to get shot he gets shot all the time <laughs> and just like shoot him shoot philip and he was just like oh thank god that's what i wanted all along all right so in this game you have character stats like dungeons and dragons only they are all related to wooing. So you have boldness, uh, charm, money. Smarts, money, yeah. <laughs> money. Which was which is a stat, actually. You could spend yeah. the money in the store, but it is a stat for someone. So yeah, I mean like everyone's and then you go into a discussion where you have to do a skill check where you'll basically get a choice between two different things. And so it'll test your creativity, your charming, your boldness, your money. And like, depending on how you roll in the dice, which you never see the rolls, it'll say not charming enough or uh, not so you, creative. Yeah. Not so creative or not creative. Yeah. And then depending on how you roll, it would either win or fail and you'd gain affection for whoever you were supporting in that one. Or you'd get mercilessly bullied, yeah. which is what tended to happen to me, unfortunately. Yeah. Like I was getting a lot of neutral stuff or I was just winning. Whereas Nave, it seemed like every time he turned around, yeah. the snake girl was bullying him. Or the uh, or the stupid vampire hipster guy. God, I hated him so much. With that, uh, Nave, do you want to just take a look at the characters real quick? And I don't know. Describe him. Talk to him. Yeah. Well, why don't you talk about your favorite character, Philip? Right, you know what I'm talking about? Um, My favorite character? Yeah, the narrator. Oh, yeah. Okay, I put him in the notes. Let me see. <laughs> So the narrator, which isn't a character you can woo, sadly, is a just gray guy with a baseball cap. And he's like yelling like yeah. I don't, you can't see that. But <laughs> imagine me with my mouth open looking to so the side. Just like they they don't ever animate anything. Everybody's just like a still frame. And so there's points where something needs to happen. It'll be like uh, you were at lunch with the ghost girl and she was like, do you want to get out of here and rob a bank? And then you can like you had a choice between like two answers saying like, yes, let's do that. And let's do it this way. Or like robbing banks is bad, pretty much. And you're like, yeah, let's rob a bank. And then the next scene is the narrator just says, and they went and robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, and they did it. Yeah, there's a, one of my favorites is I was talking to the snake lady and she was looking for blood magic. And I told her to talk to these like Wiccans or something. What was it? I don't remember. But uh, they showed up or it was a coven of witches. I think. I don't know. But uh, they showed up, and they were like, no, nah, fuck you. We're not doing that. And they left. And then the narrator goes, and then Vera turns to your sorry ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> because she's going to yell at me. <laughs> All right. Well, the narrator is, is the funniest the character, character for sure. Yeah. The narrator is Oh, just great. to cut in real quick. All the characters in this are terrible. All the dates that you're trying to get, all these people are terrible in some way. No one is good, which I think is so funny. Because you figure, like, they give them the, uh, the like, cleanness, like, oh, these are the great people you're going to try and woo. Most of them are jerks or bullies. Like, literally, like, on our first playthrough, I think Nave went to skip class and hide in the bathroom or whatever. And it, the narrator yeah. says, and then you saw the, the four most hateful people in the school. And they're all the people <laughs> that you're trying to date. And they just instantly showed up and started bullying you in the bathroom. Well, it was all the most hateful people in the school and uh, Polly, who was the drunk. ghost. Yeah. And then, then the narrator corrected himself. He said, the three most hateful people in the school and Polly, I guess. <laughs> so did you have a favorite? You, I know you mentioned you like Damien, but I think you had one you liked better. Uh, yeah. I'm, do you ha are you looking at the characters? I'm trying to find it. I'm on the yeah. Monster Prom Wiki, and I clicked on characters, and it's literally a blank screen. I linked it oh, no, in okay, the Zencaster. I, I refreshed it and it fixed itself. All right. Well, let's start off with the playable characters, which apparently have canon names. So this game is kind of like, you know how in Pokemon, whenever you first start, it's like, do you want to be Red or Ash? Or, and then it's like, yeah. pick your own name. So they have their own names. There's a second name, which I, I don't know what those are. But then it lets you write your own thing in, which we always did, of course. And um, so there's Amira, who is this pyromancer i guess she has flaming hair kind of like uh who am i thinking of Philip? the human torch i don't think i was thinking of the human torch there's someone with just hair that's flame oh hades hades from hercules you know who i'm talking about yes i you, know you who remember at the end hercules when he's like at the end he's just like whoo yeah and then pegasus blows his hair he's like whoa is my hair out i fucking love it <laughs> so god sweet. i love my god i'm about to watch hercules after this where was I? There's Brian the zombie, who Phillips seemed to like to play as. There is Oz the... Is he a voidling? Or I don't know. I, I bet if I click on him, he'll tell me. Um, he is a... Wow, there's a lot of ads on this. Embodiment of fear. <laughs> he's, just a, oh. he's just a darkness man. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't help visually. He's just a uh, spooky he's a darkness, darkness man. Yeah. Uh, he looks kind of like a phantom a little bit. Uh, then there's Vicky, who is a Frankenstein monster. Yeah. And those are the four playable characters. This game is up to four players, so everyone gets to choose and yada, yada, yada. Now, for the characters who you can date in the game, there is Damien, who is the devil, a demon. He's super metal. We talked about him earlier. Liam, the hipster vampire. Yep. Uh, Miranda, who we haven't brought up yet, but she's a this like super cute like mermaid girl, like kawaii desu-looking kind of character. But uh, she's a genocidal fucking freak. Uh, and she's always talking about, like, torturing and murdering people. So that's kind of cool. There's Polly the ghost. She's a super hardcore uh, partier. Her name is Polly Geist. So, uh, LOL. I get it. Yeah, and then there's Scott, who is my favorite character. Uh, and he is, like, a jock, basically. But he's a werewolf. And he's very stupid. And I have a, I have a story. Okay, I'll do it after this. We got one more character. 
uh vera the snake lady who we talked about earlier she's actually like a medusa type character in fact she she has the ability to turn people to stone if she wants to apparently she talks about it so i mean yeah there's that now since we had the xxl version we had the dlc which is which gives you the robot which uh philip i think you successfully dated right yeah i took the robot to prom and then there's zoe who is uh a, like a cthulhu monster hold on let me look an eldritch deity so yeah i was uh, wait hold on it says god these ads are insane you gotta get that ad blocker what are you doing i don't, I don't know um eldritch deity also known as eldritch horror or eldritch cutie and uh, uh aesthetically this is the character that i like the most this character is very cute talks very cute i like her a lot um but i didn't go after her a lot because i don't remember who but i i was just getting hearts for someone else do you remember who it was i think it was polly the ghost probably right i don't remember i was drunk i was pretty drunk at that the last time we played this game i, I was drinking but uh yeah those are all the characters uh who was your favorite philip out of these guys i really liked damien oddly enough like so many of the characters are complete jerks when they talk to you and damien yeah. is a jerk but he's also stupid whereas like liam was a jerk but he was he would do it intellectually and try to like dunk on you whereas damien was like hey you're trying to sit at my lunch table and then he said he'd set the lunch table on fire so that you can sit with him like that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of guy. Here's here's the story I was going to say about Scott, and it involves Damien as well. It was whenever it was the second playthrough when you were trying to when you were wooing Damien. So you were always sitting at the lunch table with him, right? Well, this is another example of how Damien, you just pick the dumb, angry answer and then you win. So Scott, uh, Damien and Scott's uh, cousin were bullying Scott because he was looking at his Pokemans. Yeah, which it, it literally is, says Pokemans in the thing. And they're calling him they're calling him stupid and they, they're saying Pokemans is dumb and for children. And he's like, Pokemans isn't dumb. You know, <laughs> I imagine that's how he sounds. And then you have the choice to either defend Scott for, from getting bullied or say nothing and throw vegetables at him. And <laughs> Damien really loved it when you did that. And Scott doesn't like vegetables because he's a wolf. He wants to eat meat. So, I mean, those double, double uh spitefulness and uh one scene i remember too is where you i don't remember what you're doing exactly but for some reason you decided you were going to help vera who's a she's a businesswoman medusa and, and a bitch i hate yeah. her she's old, to, she was the primary bully i feel <laughs> like i was time. legitimately getting bullied I, I was having like flashbacks of school i was like ah oh god this person <laughs> it was like you went to an expo with her like a business expo and <laughs> Sorry. You, you had to, the whole point was she needed business cards for networking. And so you need to get as many business cards from these old businessmen as you could. But then you failed the check <laughs> to get any business cards. And you ended up like dropping your Pokemans cards on the ground. And then someone, one of the business guys notices and he pulls out his Pokemans cards. And next thing you know, you're sitting on the floor trading Pokemans cards for like an hour until she comes back With and she's like, like you're trading with all of the businessmen. <laughs> like all yeah. of the businessmen come to you and start trading Pokemans cards. But and continue. Like, I can't do anything with Pokemans cards. I need business cards. And now I can't even get cards from them because once the and then it was like a very drawn out way of saying like once these middle aged men trying to recapture recap their childhood like start doing it, there's no way to get them to stop. And they're all just yeah. like playing Pokemans. It's 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 pretty good. There's there's a lot of really goofy things that happen in this game. 
yeah, I mean, it's good. Uh, if we're just going through the characters, that's pretty much the highlights for me. Is there any other characters you want to hit? Uh, I kind of, I kind of liked Polly. She was just a stereotypical, like, you know, she's always drunk or on Molly or something. You know, she's super, she's just always fucked up. But she was very funny as well. I think the funnier the characters are, the more that I like them. I think that's why I think Vera and Liam are the least funny or the least, the, uh, my, the least likable, I mean, because even Miranda had this funny, like stupidity about her. You know what I mean? Because she was very, she's like a, a princess of a warmongering uh country right and so she but she's just very oblivious to like it's the trope you know what i mean they're royalty they don't know what us peasants are doing down here but it's also she's oblivious to empathy and shit like that so she's just like saying these outrageous things to people like scott or you know what i mean who's like scott has a heart of gold he's the best boy scott's the best Polly's pretty cool. Uh, Zoe, I didn't get to talk to too much. We only played the DLC once. If I had known the DLC just added two characters, I would have just fucking... We would have just played the DLC every time, right? Yeah. I thought the DLC would be like a prologue, epilogue thing. That was like before we even knew what the game was. But yeah. Who was your favorite character to pick? What do you mean? Like to woo? No, to be. As. Uh, I feel like it didn't matter. Like they each had different costumes and stuff. So that was kind of cool. But it's like, which sorry piece is your favorite one to play as? Purple. I mean... Is there a purple sorry piece? I don't think there's purple. Blue, then. It's like red, green, blue, yellow. Yeah. I mean, I immediately picked the blue character, which was uh, the Frankenstein girl. But uh, I kind of liked being Oz. I don't know why. He's the one that calls to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> he speaks to me. When I, I see a little of myself in him, the void, or not the void, the darkness. All right, Nave. What I wanted to ask you now is, do you think the setting matters for this game? Like, I will admit the style for this game it's just incredible. The art looks really good. This game is, the dialogue is funny, a little raunchy, but it's funny. So does the setting matter? Because mechanically, I feel like this game was easy by the second playthrough. Like after the first playthrough, like we figured it out and we were like, oh, yeah. we can, we can do anything at this well, point. Well, I clearly didn't figure it out <laughs> because I kept losing, but you know, I, we understood the, the ordeal. Um, as far as the aesthetic or not the aesthetic, but the setting, uh, no, I don't think the setting was important. I think you could just have an arbitrary goal and have the setting be whatever you fucking want it to be. And this would probably work in the exact same uh, situation. I don't know if it would be as uh, engaging if the writing wasn't there or the aesthetic of the art style or the, in the art style weren't there. You know what I mean? Because all, all of that kind of merges into some a really, uh, really nice looking little puzzle that they've put together here. And... If you if you didn't have all of that to pull this off, then I don't think it would be a fun. I wouldn't play this board game if it were just pieces of paper and like sorry pieces. You know what I mean? Well, I wanted to call that out because I feel like that's the hallmark of a good game where you could play this with just numbers and modifiers. This could be a complete abstract experience if you wanted it to be. This could be uh, tic-tac-toe or checkers almost with me and you just moving pieces around a board. And I they, would think I would think it would be because I don't know if the, I would think that that was fun, but if you were playing like a DM and like setting these scenarios up as like you're in, and like I show up at the classroom and you're like okay and you like roll a die and you're like all right so uh, uh, Miranda and uh, Vera showed up and then you just kind of we just kind of talked for a minute 
about yeah, okay, what was see, going on you know we we compared this to a board game so much that was my inner thing that's what i was trying to get to i think this could be a perfect analog game like it, it was great because of the randomness and the how fast we could play it in the video game version honestly i think the video game version would be better because you get to see all the art and the bright colors and everything and just it's good but this game could work as just like a, a tabletop experience as well I agree. And uh, to reinforce that tabletop thing, we skipped an entire mechanic of the game, which was, you know how in Mario Party you hit the dice to see who goes first at oh, the yeah. very beginning of the game? Yeah. Um, well, in this game, every single uh, – not every single day. Actually, yeah. I think at every least turn. once a day. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it's every – is it every turn? It's, it's every it's turn. It's quite often. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> quite often throughout the match you are going to be switching turn order and the way that you switch turn order is it will pull up a prompt and it says don't press a yet or x or whatever the fuck uh, system you're playing on everybody say out loud a something cool you know what i mean and then philip would go rollerblades and i would go bazooka we hit a and it's like do the turn order where the first one is the weirdest thing that would be found in a happy meal so it would be weirdest thing to least weird thing. And so you're like, okay, well, a bazooka would be very weird in a Happy Meal. And Philip's like, yeah, you win. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whenever there's two people, it's not as fun. But I can imagine this going into chaos when you have four people. And that's where I think that 60-minute mark goes. Because we did 40 minutes the first playthrough. We were blind, but also we were debating with each other. You know what I mean? By the By the third playthrough – we knew what we were doing, and I, and so you would one up, you would make something ridiculous, and either you would either win or lose like instantly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think one of my favorite ones was uh, it's like name a name a TV show. And I think I said like Seinfeld, and you said one of the was it Cowboy Bebop? Maybe I think I said Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, and they're like, all right, so which would be weirder? Uh, which of your adapted shows would be into weirder? an anime? Yeah, it was like adapt. No, it was adapted with a crossover with Naruto specifically i think <laughs> oh like, yeah you're right i'd love to see the adaptation of seinfeld with naruto <laughs> like they're in the same universe now yeah i screwed up because i think they specifically said tv show as in like real life not anime you know what i mean yeah i was like oops because i just said an anime and i was like oh, okay well i could see that i guess <laughs> like that would be that would be pretty simple to do oops well whatever all right do you have any more discussion points you'd like to hit I don't know. There's no, there's no like, is there anything we're missing? I don't think so. We talked okay, about so most of it. This game does have a lot of secret endings and a lot of almost like hidden narrative to it. So one thing we did pick up on is you roguelike unlock new items in the store or just different events that can happen based on certain things you do in the game. So there's endings where it's like, you need to do an ending where you need to end up with Polly at the end, but on the way, you need to gather a bag of marbles, a bunch of avocados, and like three feet of fishing line or something like that. And it's like you need all these things to get a secret ending. Yeah, because she wants to do some kinky sexual position with you involving all of those things, but you don't know what that you don't know what the position is. There's a really funny story like so Philip was right. It is very roguelike. It's I wouldn't I would say like it's very heavily procedurally generated. And I feel like it's procedurally generated kind of on the fly, just off of the first day. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, how is this day gonna go? Because one day, uh or one week, not one week, one game, you 
spontaneously went to the store on the first day and you went, oh, there's a <laughs> there's a there's sheet a with two holes in it. Yeah. I'm going to buy <laughs> that because I want it. And turns out that that put you on a, a beeline path to a hidden ending where you become the coolest ghost in town. And all you have to do is not suck as the ghost. I, I, you, I think you failed one of them, but you, yeah, for most of one. them, you did pretty good. Which the one I failed was when you bumped into Polly, the actual ghost. And she was like, whoa, <laughs> another ghost? And she was like, show me your cool ghost moves. And I, I think I was like not creative or something. So I couldn't think of anything to do. So I just said, boo. It was just like not creative. <laughs> and I failed. Sad. Yeah. And it was there, like minus. There's one really funny thing when you went to the bathroom because you were trying to woo Damien at the time so you wanted to be bold that's where you get your boldness from kids you skip school and you go to the bathrooms and hang out you ran into like three people and then a fourth person showed up i think it was who was it i don't remember but they're like we need this person out of the bathroom you do some spooky ghost stuff and you just throw a rock <laughs> and it, the guy was like ow a rock and then he leaves and they're like oh my god he is a ghost <laughs> and then the vampire's like he just threw a rock and then scott was like it was a ghost rock <laughs> obviously oh scott oh the character that showed up was a another suitor from another dimension who showed up just to try to steal someone to go to prom with and Miranda. Like, oh this guy again he was basically like a team rocket situation where we're like yeah. not again like you gotta get this guy out of here yeah and i was because i was thinking a lot of games when we're talking about them i was like man i feel bad because like we 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 have to spoil these games to talk about them this there's so many endings and so many there is when we beat when you beat the game it shows you it gives you a little uh graph of all the things you have not unlocked yet and you just it is just so much there's so much crap I don't know how you're supposed to do anything. Like, so Philip uh, won twice. So I think we unlocked two new items that could appear in the store. You know, like if you play Binding of Isaac, as you keep playing, you keep unlocking random things, and they may appear throughout the throughout the procedurally generated dungeons that you're fighting through. It's this. It's similar in this where that ghost sheet I think was just a random item, and I because every time we went in on the third uh, playthrough. We never saw that sheet of sheet. Yeah. Sheeto uh, sheet. This game has immense replayability. Like it is very short, like game to game. But if you had a dedicated crew, you could probably clear out some of these endings really fast. Assuming you guys were all doing good. But honestly, I don't see myself sitting down and playing by myself just to get endings. Yeah. I probably wouldn't play this by myself either. Cause a lot of the fun from this is just, hearing your friend laugh as you're reading slower than he is and then you get to the funny part where philip calls me a communist and that makes vera hate me more you know <laughs> and i'm just like no now the snake lady thinks of a commie i don't know because you know she likes money she doesn't want communism that's the joke the game is very charming the art is amazing are we in final words right now no we haven't taken a break uh, we were just in that last discussion point of how complex the game is. Yeah, complex yet very straightforward. You could play this hammered. You don't even need to read, honestly. <laughs> you can just <laughs> smash through it if you wanted to, but it's you would be doing a disservice because reading is the best part of this game. All right, are you ready for a break then? Yeah. Doon, 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 doon. Glug, glug, glug. Hydrate or die, as they say. As I drink my mega monster energy. With Tory L can canatrine B vitamins, uh, hundred and sixty-two percent of your daily value of sugar. Nice, and we're back. 
All right, Nave. Monster Prom XXL. A game about getting a date to prom so your life doesn't end. What are your final words? This game is very cute. Um, really scratched this weird kind of board game itch that I have every now and then that I didn't even know I had at the moment. But, you know, if you like board games and you're not afraid of uh, talking to a girl with snakes on her head about why hentai is important to you and the world and the universe... What was the beginning of my sentence so I know how to end my sentence right now? Because I just got fucking lost halfway through. Board games are itchy. Oh, board games. Yeah, they itch. Don't wear them. What are we? What if, What the fuck is happening right now? I think I'm having a stroke. Okay. Welcome back to you. So my final words for Monster Prom XXL. This game, it's a good game. Graphics are good. Art's good. Dialogue is amazing. Uh, my only hang up with it is that I wish I could play with my kids. Because I think this would be a great like family party games. Too bad it is full of F-bombs and S-bombs and C-bombs maybe. I'm not sure. Anyways, not appropriate for kids. But I, I, it'd be cool if they made like another version of it. You know, like a kid's version. And I would be really down for that. You like, it's, it's kind of like how Jackbox, the newer ones, have a uh, family-friendly toggle yeah. for like Quiplash and stuff. So they're not talking about tampons and stuff. We've had that problem too. <laughs> Where we played Jackbox and um, a, a vulgar one had come up, and I'm like, hmm, not good. Well, <laughs> that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Corrupting the youth. Now I have to explain to my daughter what a reverse cowboy is. Fuck, get creative. All right, Nave, what are your final words? I'm just going to steal all that shit that you said, except the vulgar part. I don't have kids, so I okay. thought the vulgar parts were funny. So, when are you going to break this game out for your boys that come over to your house? I think I might actually do it. Well, so the I <laughs> Philip jokingly was like, "Hey, because I, I was I was I was having a bunch of friends to come over because we we're gonna go watch the movie Jackass forever." And Philip was like, "You should play that dating game." And I was like, "They're not gonna want to do that." And to be honest, the game the game's sense of humor is not their sense of humor. I think they would think some things were funny, but. Like, I was thinking almost everything was funny. Like, o- almost everything that came across, we came across was pretty funny to me. You had some th- hang-ups. Hang they are very slapsticky. Like, Jackass was perfect for them. You know what I mean? That's their yeah. humor. It's my humor, too. I was the loudest laughing one in the whole theater b- because I was very drunk. But, yeah, I'll, I'll break it out for them, and I'll see how they feel. But um, this game is not for everyone, for sure. I would look at maybe a YouTube playthrough. Or, or I mean, if you're at this point... In the podcast, you probably already know if this game is going to be, you know, good for you or not. I don't think it would be a very fun single-player experience. This game is not on Game Pass either, but it goes on sale quite frequently. Wait for a sale or watch some YouTube videos, see if the humor's up your alley. Yeah, I'm glad I bought it. Good. Thank you for buying it for me. Maybe we can play it again. Also, yeah, I've played again. If you had a choice right now, where are you going to go in the school? Uh, bathroom. Actually, no tree. Change my mind. You I'm went to go the tree party. a lot. Yeah, I was always going to the tree. You get the everywhere you go to. You, every, there's a unique image of your character at that area for each character. So, like the the uh, the ghoul guy would do like the robot. Yeah, I think uh, my which one was it? Was it the Frankenstein that would dab whenever you went to the party tree? <laughs> Maybe you didn't go to the party tree very often. No, well, you were always there. Yeah, I ended up going. I ended up skipping class in the bathroom a lot, or just going to class. 
Yeah, and every time the zombie go to the bathroom, he would stitch together his shirt. Yeah, because he was always ripping it. All right, Nave, what are we playing next week? Uh, a way out, right? Yeah, that is, that is what I put in the notes. Oh, did you put it in the notes? Yeah, I did. At those. Which I is a game. I, when do I ever look at these? About going to prison with your bros, right? Or something. I don't know. I haven't played it. Yep, from the high school prom to prison. Yeah. We really like to switch it up here on gaming together. All right, the Nave. real question is, what are we playing the week after? Did I not put anything on the list? Let me look. I don't know. That's really far. Think, like, look at your we spreadsheets. We talked about this, how like, we have been reaching out and like networking with a bunch of other pods. And you saw like some of their Google like schedule. Oh, my God, speeds, dude. And they're like forecasted all the way to next April. You know, like all yeah, the way like, around April, the clock. May, and March, they had things scheduled out. And I'm like, what the fuck? We really, we're really by the seat of our fucking pants, aren't we? Is that a saying? Yeah, by the seat your, of your pants. Your pants by the seat. Are you making fun of me right now? No, that's a it's a saying. <laughs> what does it mean? What does that mean? Okay, I'm not sure, but I always have the image <laughs> in my head that like maybe like say you're in like an airplane or something like that, and the pieces are just falling off, and then all all you got left is just you're just flying by the seat of your pants. That's all you got. The rest of the plane's gone. Like is it the apart. seam? Is it the seams of your pants? Are no, we? Am I saying it? Are we saying no, it wrong? It's the seat of your pants. What is the seat? Your lap? No, that's your butt. The butt is the seat of the pants. Oh, my head hurts. What was I saying? Man, some of these podcasts we're talking to, you guys have are scheduled. Like I, that's insane. How much organization is going on? Philip is the one that mostly is organizing everything. I'm the worst to plan around. I'm the fucking worst. But. We literally only have next week, I think, right? Do we have the week after even planned out? Uh, maybe. The, mo- the furthest ahead we ever plan is two weeks ahead. Oh, yeah. We like, have something for we the were week two after weeks, next. We were two weeks ahead this time. Like, we had Monster High School, and Philip Philip wanted, I think, last week to be a way out. And then I was like, no, we're playing Monster High School. Yeah. And then, it, and, but it was so quick that he was like, okay, fine, we can just play a way out later, but... We've been playing Halo instead of a way out, so it doesn't even matter. What the fuck? What am I talking about? And with that, I think it's time we say goodbye. So this is where we leave you, co-op partners. Thanks for joining us. And maybe we can all get a date for prom next time. Or get bullied in the bathroom. See ya.